we are back after a major ice storm in our location on a very special episode of the Gaming and Chill Podcast. This episode of the Gaming Intro Podcast is sponsored by my Twitch channel. If you just can't get enough of my voice in your ear, you can stop by my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash DerekGNC. We play random games, talk a lot, and just generally have fun. So if you're into that kind of thing, and again, you like the soothing timbre of my voice, then feel free to stop by, say hi, and let me know what you think of the podcast and what you think of the game I'm playing or the stream that I'm doing. I hope to see you there. Let's get back to the podcast. In this episode of WandaVision, it's a very special episode, literally, that's the title, and we get two new additions to the WandaVision household. The Maximoff household, the Stark household, the one, the Maximoff Stark household? Don't know. Don't actually have a last name for the family, since they technically aren't married, but they kind of are. I don't know. Anyway, two new people are joining the household. A dog named Sparky, which definitely is a reference to the comic books, in which Vision had a dog, but it was an android. And someone else that is revealed after the sort of end credits? Sort of not. Okay, so let me stop being cagey about what I'm saying. So, we get another character, and the things come to a head. Things come to a head this episode, in which Wanda and the Vision no longer see eye to eye. They are starting to see the cracks. They are starting to see problems. And so, it's actually kind of fitting that the the episode's commercial break in this one is Lagos brand paper towels. Now, for those who are not as keen, the city of Lagos is in Nigeria within the MCU, and that's where Wanda accidentally blew up a building at the beginning of Captain America's Civil War, which helped create the Sokovia Accords. So, Wanda is creating an episode in which, oops, had a problem, just clean it up and we won't have to think about it. And the commercial uses the stereotypical red juice that magically is used in every commercial. And it's definitely an image of blood being cleaned up, but it's still there. Oops, it was your fault. It's attributing a major accident, rightfully so, to Wanda. So, it's definitely showing that things are pulling at the threads. And in this episode, there is another growth spurt from Tommy and Billy. They're, they grow up just so they can get the dog. Because Agnes is like, well, how old do they have to be to get a dog? And Vision's like, uh, ten. So they grow up to be ten. So, it's that's also in and of itself a reference to sitcom uh, shenanigans in which characters grow up rapidly over the course of episodes or seasons 
just so that they don't have to keep child actors the same or anything like that. Another small reference here is the fact that Elizabeth Olsen is the sibling to Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who were on Family Ties. No, not full, Family Ties, Full House. And, uh, you know, it's there's definitely a lot of... In, of um, references to Full House in this episode as well. So, in the outside world, Sword has news talking about who Bond is catching some people up, and it's showing footage from old movies. But it's being attributed to WHIH World News. Within the Marvel Universe, this is a fictional news uh, television channel that helps deliver news. So it's kind of interesting in this. Um, so there's a lot of references and, you know, they get a dog. So that's definitely a reference to the comic books. And the big one at the end is the fact that Pietro's back, but it's not the same Pietro. It's the Pietro of the, the, Mutant Universe, Evan Peters, from the X-Men films. Wow, had a mind blank on that one. It's Evan Peters' version of Pietro. So it's kind of interesting that, wait a minute, we might be seeing a crossover in the fact of we're subtly going to maybe add in mutants, or the fact that it has been shown that Wanda cannot create something out of nothing so maybe her subconscious is basically reaching out into the multiverse and pulling a version of Pietro from somewhere else and rewriting. Much like she did with Rambeau. Of like, I need to rearrange things so that it makes sense contextually within this universe. But Pietro no longer exists, so... I have to pull him out of the multiverse and rewrite some information. It's kind of interesting, that idea. That's two different ideas of, are we going to get X-Men or mutants? Or are we going to get more multiverse stuff? And I think the answer can be both. Because we're definitely getting Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So potentially, we could be doing a multiverse thing that brings in X-Men... And maybe one day we'll get Fantastic Four. Who knows? There's a lot of stuff in this episode. We got a lot of different references to old sitcoms, such as, you know, the uh, Growing Pains, Family Ties, Full House, that sort of thing. There are a lot, as always, there are a lot, but they're slowly but surely getting smaller and smaller. The fact that things are starting to break down. Wanda and Vision aren't seeing eye to eye. They have a they have a head to head to this episode of like why are you, Vision saying why are you not seeing the things that I'm seeing? Things aren't right. And she's saying no no you're 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 imagining things and is trying to bring him back under control. So they go head to head and it's kind of interesting in that fact of he is questioning the reality that she is creating. So there's going to be some interesting head-to-head -head conflict there. And we're going to find out what's going to happen. Because 
things are only going to get crazier. We are slowly but surely coming to the back end of the series. So we're going to have to start getting a lot of answers really fast here soon. I, I Honestly, this might be one of my favorite Marvel shows. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is up there. Me and my lovely wife have been working through that uh, show as the as of recording. But this is slowly growing up there because it's not a horror show, but it definitely has some existential dread of we, the viewer, know something is wrong. And even some of the characters within the show know that something is wrong, but no one quite knows what's wrong. Who's actually the one taking charge? Because there are things that Wanda does that she's like, I don't know how it's happening. She's questioning how things are happening as well, but she's also shown to be in charge. And Vision is starting to pull at those threads and is starting to become a, a threat to this reality that Wanda has created. Things are coming to a head, and this is that episode. Things are bursting forth. We are getting a new character with Pietro, and that is brought by because the kids in their... And they're talking with Wanda because, spoiler alert, this might not be made by Araki, who does JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but there's the reference in that the dog doesn't live. The dog dies. And they're like, well, can't you bring him back? Well, can't you bring him back? He's family. Family is forever. And that kind of implants an idea in Wanda's head of family is forever. Just bring him back. Bring him back from the dead. She might have done that with Vision. So there's that idea, and then at the end, we get Pietro. We get Evan Peters' Pietro. So it's it's kind of interesting in that there's subconscious ideas being planted of families forever. Oh, you lost a family member? Bring them back. So there's a lot of different ideas of, there's a mentality sort of thing. So did she intentionally bring him back? Did she... Did she do this subconsciously? What's going on? Because even she's kind of starting to go, I don't know how some of these things happen. I clearly can't be in charge of it all. But at the same time, it looks like she's clearly in charge of it all. When Vision is at his office, they got computers and he gets an email, basically, that is a sword communique talking about what's going on. So he opens up the mind of someone else and he starts having an existential breakdown. What is she doing? I, I, I need to go see my family. I can't be here anymore. He starts ranting and raving about what she's doing. And that truly sets Vision on the path of something is going on. And it's terrifying. This is a character that can burrow into people's minds. We've already seen this in Ultron. Because she did that to Tony Stark and all of the Avengers. So she's capable of doing these things to people's minds. And that's terrifying. And we kind of forget that on occasion that Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, and her brother Quicksilver, Pietro Maximoff, they started as villains within the Marvel Universe. They weren't good. They were under the control of Hydra. And along the way, things changed. So it's showing that, hey, Wanda may be an Avenger now, but she still struggles with her dark side. 
of things being constantly taken from her. Almost in every movie in which she's in, something or someone is taken away from her. Quicksilver, her brother. We get to see her, she's getting her freedom taken away in Civil War because she's being kept under house house arrest within the Avengers uh, plot of land, the compound. So she's being, her freedom is being taken away. Then the next time we see her, she's having to fight for Vision's life and she loses him twice. So there's a lot of things that she's constantly in pain. She is constantly having something taken away from her. And so she may subconsciously be taking that on other, out on other people. And I think really only time will tell. You know, was it Wanda all along? It's going to be interesting to see how things change. There's only a couple more episodes, so we gotta start getting some answers. And honestly, doing the Marvel thing in which we start tying in another show to kind of keep us along that thread. I love at the end of this, if they're like, hey, by the way, Multiverse of Madness, next week, we finish one show, here's another show. Boom, there you go. I would love that, personally. I would find that rather entertaining. But we don't know how COVID really has affected things. So let me know down below what you think is going to happen in the next few episodes. Who do you think is the big bad? No spoilers down below. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I know this episode is a little bit late. We had a little a bit of a snafu snowstorm, which kept things, recording situations uh, down to a minimum. So... Down below, leave who you think is in charge. No spoilers. Be cagey about it. Give a wink about like, hey, we know who it is, but we're not going to say. Um, so yeah, let me know who you think it is all along. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. Thanks for watching or listening. Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers!